0: New notification. You hear that? That's your notification for a new episode of The Love Fix with your hosts, Uncle Miggy and Hot Mama,
1: the brother sister duo that covers sex, dating, and all things in between. We're not your therapists.
0: But after spilling the tea from your latest date, we'll leave you feeling validated.
1: So find your sweet spot and get ready to treat yourself to some good sexual healing.
0: Hey hoes, episode 29, season 2 of The Love Fix. I'm your host, Hot Mama, with my biggest brother, Uncle Miggy. Tell the people how you are motherfucking doing.
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm doing fucking good. And uh, the sun is shining in on my face right now. I'm feeling really good, sister. How are you?
0: I'm feeling pretty motherfucking good, too. I think that this sun has an effect on all of us because... Um, I was out in the yard doing some work and it felt really nice to be kissed by the sun. And so um, that's kind of like what I was up to a little bit beforehand. It's um, I think the earliest that we've may have ever recorded. So there hasn't been much to the day yet. However, I know some people can be super productive, you know, so whatever.
1: Well, there hasn't been a lot in the day, but there is something that I was like, oh, like, I think it's let's talk about this on the podcast. And I haven't mentioned it to you yet either.
0: Oh, what you got up your sleeveless sleeves? <laughs> I know I
1: wear tank tops for Stan. <laughs> uh well, uh, before we get to Stan, because we're excited to talk to him, I see the sh- the sun shining on his face too. Yeah. Uh, him just taking in that vitamin D. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about how this morning you called me, sister, and you just uh, just to say hi, and it really like started my day off in a really nice way. And oh. so I wanted to say, like, I love you. And then also, like, I think that like it was a good thing for people to um to sh- to practice. You know, like a couple of days ago, we were talking. I was having a really hard time with the week, um, and just trying to figure out. You know, like things that are just not like coming together so far. And then you, you asked me, like, how can I show up for you? Mm-hmm. Which was like a really important question that I think that like uh, people in our life, like, we can ask people in our lives you know, and we can tell them or not. Totally. And what did I tell you?
0: You told me that it would help if I maybe just call to check in on you from time to time, because I really don't, I forget to kind of call. Like I'm thinking of you positively throughout the week and days and whatever, but making that next step of calling you um, is like easy enough for me to do sometimes. And so I took that initiative this morning and I called my biggest brother, Uncle Miggy. <laughs>
1: You did. You called me and you made me feel so special, sister. And so for all the listeners out there, if you're wanting something from somebody in your life and you don't ask for it, then you are not. You may not get it, you know? Yeah. And, and when you ask, like, you may not get it still, but at least you've asked and the people in your life know that uh, what they can do to show up for you.
0: Yeah, that was a really good question that I learned along the way is like, Like, what can I do for you? You know, like, or like, is there anything that I could do for you? Like, is there any way that I can show up for you? Or because uh, sometimes it's hard for us to ask for help. But when you extend that invitation of saying what it is, and it's not even help, I guess, because that's not help. I'm not necessarily helping you, you know, physically or financially or whatever, but it is um, encouragement, you know. And so that's a great thing that I want to share too is that just ask somebody if they're they're having a hard day like is there anything i can do for you like how can i you know show up for you and i'm glad that i was able to do so because you're right uncle miggy not only do you speak what you need but it's that follow-through as well for the people who really love you that's what matters is that follow-through where i actually Mm -hmm. did call you and um see how you were doing so
1: You did. And I felt kind of bad because I was getting ready uh, for something else. And then I was like, okay, well, I got to go now. And I was like, oh, shit. I hope she calls me back again someday.
0: (laughs) That's okay. We don't have to talk for like 20, 30 minutes each time. I know that sometimes even our five-minute conversations can be really worthwhile, you know? Yeah. It sets a tone for the day and I'm glad that I was able to help you set a a tone that you are special for your day because Uncle Miggy, you're so special and I'm glad that I was able to help you feel that way today.
1: Thank you, sister. I love you so much.
0: Oh, Okay, enough gushy shit. Stan, how are you motherfucking doing?
1: (laughs) He's gushy too.
0: He's gushy too? Yeah. In all the right ways?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, so Stan, uh, last time I saw you, uh, we I was flirting with you. Yes, you were. (laughs) were. (laughs) I felt like I was making you uncomfortable. No,
2: no, it was, it was a rainy day. We were having like a, you know, coffee tea. Um, and it's just, I think just the rain sometimes brings it out, you know,
0: Mm -hmm. the rain Mm -hmm. makes everything wet. Um, (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> i wasn't wet that day but uh i was feeling kind of like uh naughty after i uh left that coffee hangout how are you <laughs> see that's what he was doing when we were hanging out that's all he was doing he was just like nodding uh, and like not saying anything and i was like are you okay <laughs> yeah no i was totally fine
2: yeah yeah i was i was appreciating it
1: <laughs>
2: okay well i appreciate you
0: Dan, how were you left filling after your guys' hangout?
2: Oh, I mean, I just noticed that the uh, uncle Uncle Mickey was a, a little bit extra in an extra mood that day. Um, but no, I didn't I didn't give like a second thought thought oh. to it. Like really. um, it, it didn't make me uncomfortable or you know, anything anything like that at all.
0: Well, it reminds me kind of of how me and Jessica like to cuddle. Like, you know, no like no funny business. Just cuddling is fun sometimes with your uh friends. I wonder. Is that like an option for you? Like, do you like to cuddle? And if you do, because I guess if you don't like to cuddle, then it wouldn't make sense to want to cuddle with your friends. So that's the first question.
2: <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah, I would, t- I, I, I would totally cuddle with my friends. Um, when you said that, I was, I was just curious. I don't know the answer to this, but I'm wondering, like, where for my uh, partner, my man of mystery, if that would make him actually more uncomfortable than the idea of me having sex with other people. Mm. <laughs> it's possible that
1: you know.
0: <clears throat> oh man, oh man, oh man. Oh, I'm sorry, Uncle Mickey, go ahead. Say what you're gonna say.
1: Well, I mean, this isn't a leading question at all, but <laughs> how do you think the man of mystery would uh respond if you said I want to cuddle with uh somebody?
2: I think that's a hard question. Uh, like, you know, um, I think most of us aren't like a hundred percent honest with ourselves. So I think, uh, the question came up before, like, you know, about like an open relationship of which we haven't done, but he would, he, you know, says he would be okay with and would like want me to like do whatever I want and not be constrained by him in any way. That's what he says, but I'm not necessarily convinced yet that that's the, actually the truth. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just noticed there's like been a lot of, like, increasing, like, uh, maybe self-deprecating things. Like, if I'm like, oh, I'll be home an hour later or something like that. I'll be like, okay, yeah, whatever. Um, hope the sex was hope the sex was good. You know, as though I was out cheating or, or having sex with somebody. You know, it's like, oh, shut up. You know, like, <laughs> you
0: know,
2: um, but a lot of like just little jokes like that thrown in there, which obviously mit- makes me think that you're not, he's not even though i'm not doing that that he would not be as okay with it as he says he would be so mm. the, um, the cuddling thing i think that's i think that he feels like that's his territory maybe that that might be mm. a little more. um okay but yeah, i'm not really sure um, you know
0: okay so this is how it happens for me like i feel like sometimes it's starting to get cold out now And if I were to share a blanket with my friend and then we were to like huddle together and be nice and warm um, and it were to happen organically like that, I feel like what not saying that you're going to do this. I'm just putting what if things out there. Right. But like, what if you were to do this and then you were to come home and be like, oh, yeah, you know, then I was totally um, sharing a blanket, cuddling, watching this movie or something. Would You think that would be like him be like, oh, wow, you basically just.
2: No, I don't think he, I don't think he'd like outwardly like he like show like he was angry or anything like that. But I think it might still make him feel something insecure or doubt mm-hmm. or um, not appreciated in some way. But I don't think he would necessarily know that.
0: Would you consider um, cuddling intimate?
2: Um i mean it can be it can be i think it can be the whole spectrum of things um i know we were just watching a show at the, uh, home the other night and there was like these two like younger girl characters and they were you know just very lively girls and they were just kind of like you know uh, laughing with each other and touching each other and then like give each other a little kiss but not necessarily you know just like total friends and i think you remarked too like isn't that so nice that and so like like guys could never do that you know guys can't just like be friends and like you know pansy and oh i'll see you later and kiss kiss and like it just doesn't happen you know
1: (laughs) Um, i was thinking the same thing uh like how uh women uh, it's a little bit easier for them to express themselves in that way right like uh guys for some reason like we we're we're a little bit more uncomfortable with uh that touchy filliness
0: but is it safe to say that even though you guys are uncomfortable with that touchy uh filliness that perhaps you guys kind of want it like wouldn't it be nice to be like okay bye uncle miggy hey see you later have a great day and then you guys part ways and it's no fucking big deal
1: yeah totally well well (laughs) um it was interesting because uh that is what happened usually when i see stan uh we hug each other But this time I was like, I want a fucking good hug. Like, I want to feel your body on my body. And I want to give you, I want to give you a good hug. And then he was like, okay. And then when we were leaving, he gave that to me and I was uncomfortable. I was like, oh, wait, I'm standing in the doorway. Like, is anybody looking at me? Um, I couldn't lean into it, even though I asked for it. (laughs)
2: That's funny because it's like, I I think of myself as so much more like
1: shy and reserved in so many ways. I didn't think anything of that at all.
0: That is funny.
1: I did because it was that moment of like a PDA, right? Public display of, uh, display of affection. And we we're standing right in front of the, the door of this place that we we're having coffee. And again, then immediately my, in, uh, like my immediate thought was like, who's watching? And, um, and so that's like what pops up in for me usually. Um, but if nobody was watching Stan, I mean, I would have leaned so, so, so much further into that hug. And I want to cuddle. <laughs>
0: i think it's out of the question brother you better fucking hold your horses and get two blankets okay
2: (laughs) for a while like in the cities that was like a little movement for a while there'd be like a cuddle parties right just anonymous yeah
1: yeah that sounds that sounds really pleasant it sounds like low stakes like uh cuddling helps you uh have some like happy um like feelings in your body
0: yeah That's why I like to cuddle with Jessica, no lie. One of the reasons why I like cuddling with Jessica is because um, I know that my girl Jessica, those like kind of like, endorphins they probably don't get released as much because she don't get to cuddle every single day like how i get to cuddle every single day you know and so when she comes around and she wants to pull up on the couch no problem girl let's go come close let me see them soft ass thighs bring that ass over here like because i am and that's another reason why i like to cuddle with her no i'm just kidding (laughs) well
1: you're not kidding but that leads me to the next question question is about cuddling like does cuddling lead to other things that are uh you know more sexual can it just like stay as cuddling and um because i i mean i have my feelings about that but like stan what do you think yeah i
2: think cuddling can just stay as cuddling yeah okay and i think i think you can enjoy cuddling with somebody that you're not not even sexually attracted to like that mm. that's not be part of it at all
1: yeah why would you cuddle with somebody that you're not wanting to be like sexually, like have a sexual connection with? Like, what are the reasons?
2: Well, I mean, I, I mean,
1: you like cuddle with your children, for instance, you know. I mean, there's a
2: ah. way of cuddling. I mean, you might cuddle with like a family member that's mm. like, a sister, or a brother. I mean, that's not that still has a good feeling, but it's not in any way sexual, you know.
1: I see. Got it. So, uh, brother cuddling.
0: Mm. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i gonna take me out this episode i can't brief. Okay, I can't. <laughs> it's getting hot in to, here trying to find any little loophole here oh i see what's happening uh-huh.
1: i don't know what it is lately like stan's been showing up and i'm just like stan and like and i think even one time i told him like I just want to, like, have my body weight on you.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, do you need a weighted blanket because I will be that for you. <laughs>
1: no. He, he becomes silent, and then he just, like, kind of, like, did what he did earlier where he nods and, like, kind of, like, has a silent, like, I'm like, what is he thinking under there?
0: I lightweight wants it, too, but.
2: That's my way of flirting. It
1: just makes you, you know, more interested. <laughs> Ooh, i don't know if I, this coffee that i had is making me sweaty or if this conversation is but i think it might be a mix of both it's no honestly i would say like the last
2: month i've just like kind of been not so much in the mood because i think i okay. just you know things things just happen like i think i've just been like not exercising as much i've just been shoving my face full of like halloween candy for a few weeks now mm-hmm. uh, gaining some weight so i've kind of been in that like oh i don't really care anymore <laughs> mode but you know that that's changing it'll change again
1: I'll get back on course. Yeah. Well, let me know when you're
0: ready. Okay. Oh my, God. oh my gosh, I think that Uncle Mickey has alternative motives as far as cuddly Yeah.
1: No, yeah. I don't. I really don't.
2: So you know, I did. I have talked. You asked about. You know, like I have talked to my partner about, like, okay, about like what would it be like if I, you know wanted to hook up with somebody else. Like I'm not looking for another relationship. And again, I told you like he was, said, he's okay with that. And there was a couple people, um, one person I'd been with once. And one person I did meet up for with, for a drink, um, that, you know, part of me doesn't want to like, just go online on, on apps and just like get in that mode where you're just like, ah, oh, I got to find somebody and it's random hookups here and there. Cause that's, oh, I kind of did that for a while and it, could be fun but it's also exhausting and demeaning in some ways um yeah so there's these two guys you know there are people like you know my age and you know um that wouldn't i think it would be easy as far as the boundaries go and things like that Mm -hmm. Uh, but then i said i kind of took this month off of like really feeling a, a lot of that energy and so it's kind of just been out there as like a thing like well maybe i want to maybe i don't know if that you know um i'm still just kind of not feeling super pressured about it right now but just kind of wondering you know Mm
1: -hmm. yeah there are a couple things there uh that what what you said reminds me of the first thing is like you know if we're not in a good place ourselves, meaning like with like how we're feeling about ourselves, like maybe we're eating more than usual having more burritos uh not exercising like um like wanting to like share some kind of intimacy with other people in like a a close loving way might not be something that we're wanting to do because we're not doing that to ourselves so much at that time yeah yeah um well uh, what do you think about that hot mama
0: i think that it's agreeable like you kind of go through it's like a like a roller coaster maybe or it's kind of just like phases ups and downs you know where you're like really horny and you really want to hook up with somebody and you want to make it happen. And then there's like other times when it's just kind of like, eh. if it happens, it happens. You know, I, Mm. I'm kind of tapped out on the um, social media too. I think it is very exhausting, like to be able to flip through and keep up with messages and things like that. And when it happens with friends more organically, it's so beautiful. Like it just happens. And then you kind of carry on with your life and, and that like kind of uh, itch that you had is, is, you know, scratched for now and then you carry on and then, I don't know. It's great sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, but speaking, speaking of, of, go ahead, Stan.
2: You're saying so much of it is about yourself. Like mm-hmm. what I think of sex is like the other person is sexy and that it's a, but if you're not in the mood, you know, it's just another body, you know, it's, it's just like, it mm-hmm. has, it's all about, you know, kind of the mood that you're in.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my sister talked about scratching that itch, and so I'm going to move us along um, and uh, take us there. And and so, Stan, you you mentioned these two guys that uh, you you might be interested in connecting with. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm uh, containing myself because hopefully they're not people that you want to cuddle with. And uh... no,
2: <laughs> okay. it would be a much more simple thing. Wouldn't be people like. They're people that I could enjoy like going out and having a drink with and conversating, mm-hmm. with, but they're not people that I would like have any kind of like, um, I, I, there wouldn't be the danger of having like a romantic
1: feeling towards it, you know? I see. And so that's a boundary then when you're in your relationship is the, ro- the ro- romance with other people.
2: Yeah. I don't think, and I'm not, I don't think I'm this way either. I'm not, I don't have room in my world to be polyamorous and to carry on the mm-hmm. actual like relationship with somebody else it's already exhausting enough you know like juggling like you know family partner friends job it's just like there's not time already so I can't you know having that kind of commitment with another person just doesn't is not appealing
1: to me that's something that came up with Jessica in the last episode
0: I don't remember remind me
1: Yeah. She was talking about not wanting to be responsible for other people's happiness. And what she was saying was like, like, uh, this expectation that when you're dating somebody that you're uh, keeping in touch with them, uh, through text messaging or like, uh, writing sweet messages to them every now and then just so that they feel like they're, uh, wanted. And, um, and, and her saying like, she doesn't have time for that. She doesn't like, she doesn't want to make space for that right now in her life. And so, um, so, um, I'm curious about that. And like, uh, why we connect uh this responsibility to the idea of like uh love you know like why, are, like you know and uh and then also still curious about uh whether you're practicing 100 percent honesty with the man of mystery
2: uh 100 honesty i mean, that's a that's a hard question because i, I mean i'm not 100 honest with myself so the answer is mm. no um mm. I don't, I don't know of any relationship that is hundred percent honest. I mean, we all kind of, but I, I'm, I'm more honest. I'm pretty much honest. I'm not, mm. you know, like I said, I'm not, I'm not running around and doing things behind his back. Um, yeah. but like right now I'm not, I didn't tell him that I was coming to do this show. Like, I mean, mm. there's still things about my life that I just don't necessarily feel like I need to talk about everything with him or get permission for everything or, you know, like, um, mm. So, so, but yeah, I mean, I think I'm as honest as I can
1: be Mm -hmm.
0: as honest as you want to be
1: as honest as I want to be. Thank you. (laughs) I think that's a a pretty honest way of answering the question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What I find uh, is that um, I do also try to uh, practice honesty in my relationship. It feels really nice to not have to hide things. Uh, but then there are certain things that I haven't really mentioned um, uh, before talking with uh, on the podcast, right? So after we do these recordings, I find myself like going back to tell Mr. T, like what uh, we talked about, just in case so he doesn't uh, get caught off guard when he's listening, right? Um, and so after today's episode, I'll go tell him how much I want to cuddle with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might know a little bit, but...
0: Uh... Yes, I'm sure he knows. He's he <laughs> like the book, bro. I'm just... Well, You'll
2: have to invite me over and we'll see how much of a cold shoulder I get. Ah,
0: <laughs> no! Not even.
1: You no. won't. Um,
0: You'd want to share a blanket with you too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the last time... Well, not the last time I saw Stan, but one time recently on Halloween, I was dressed up in a lucha libre costume Um, and uh and i was sitting next to stan and um and then uh the of mystery came and gave me a blanket to cover myself and so (laughs) oh
0: yeah that was that was the prime time right there he was basically saying it's okay go ahead and cuddle with my dude that's what i got from it no
1: (laughs) yeah he gave me a blanket i I thought he was like saying cover yourself because my man can't contain himself right now he didn't say it (laughs) I, i gave you the blanket Oh, you gave me the blanket. Okay, got it. Was, it. it was cold outside. He was wearing like
2: a very skimpy outfit. Was I was just I wasn't trying to cover you up. I was just trying to like you
1: know. Oh, he said he you
0: were wearing there. a skimpy outfit, Uncle yes. Mickey. You were asking for it.
1: <laughs> I was, and um, I was staying outside by the fire. And now that I know that you're the one that gave me the blanket, um, I got you.
0: How do you not remember who gave you the blanket? Were you in, like drunk or?
1: I had a lucha libre mask on, so my peripheral vision wasn't working so well, and oh. so I thought that it was the man of mystery that gave me the blanket. But now that I know it was Stan, I was like, "Oh, maybe he was inviting me to cuddle."
0: Yes, that's what I got from it. Stan was inviting you to cuddle. He was like, he was <laughs> the "Blanket and me <laughs> by the
1: fire." <laughs> okay, well, okay. Going back to the question that, that we asked about uh, being honest, right? Um, and and so you know, I think that like. I mean, there's a, uh, I want to distinguish between the difference of being like, not being a hundred percent honest, which what you said, like, I didn't tell the man in mystery that I'm recording right now, but Uh, then the difference between that and lying.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cause again, I think just going back, like we all have like reactions we constantly have. And if you're sharing everything that goes through your head, that's not necessarily being honest. That's just being like an asshole, (laughs) you know? Um, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when I do something in my thought I'd be like, you know, like, oh, like, you know, I might have all sorts of thoughts that run through my head during the day about, like, the people that are in front of me. Like, oh, you fucking idiot, you moron, I hate you. But it's oh. not, that's not the truth. That's like just that it was that second. And the next, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, no, I don't really hate this person. But you know what I mean? <laughs> so when people say, are you honest, it's hard to know exactly where that line is.
1: Mm. Okay, I like that.
0: Maybe for you, but let me just be honest real fast because I Uh. that like you not telling the man of mystery that you're going to go and record is holding back a little bit like I'm going to call you out, Stan, like and and it's because you said you're just not ready to share pieces of yourself with him. Like there are certain pieces. Does he know that you record for a podcast or does he um, not? Um, I think it came
2: up like months ago at some point. I think maybe we were together with Uncle Miggy and it, something came up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he hasn't brought it up since then and I haven't brought it up. I mean, it's mm-hmm. something like he might he might remember and he might be listening to every episode. Um,
0: hey! hey. He, <laughs>
2: he might not be. So there's nothing I'm saying that I'm like ashamed. Or of that you that wouldn't
0: share with him. Maybe. Like You wouldn't share it all with him, I feel yeah,
2: like. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, this yeah. is a very public thing. I mean, it's like he has you know, it'd be pretty easy for him to find this.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so it's, it's not that it's just, um, yeah, I guess there's a l- little bit of like, there's an awkwardness about like, okay, Hey, Hey, honey, I'm going to, I'm going to leave. Yeah, I'm going to go on this show where I talk about, uh, this, uh, some things about our relationship. I don't think that just doesn't, you know,
0: it... I, I have, um, something that I want to share too, because, um, Yesterday, it was a part of this conversation of not being completely honest or being 100% honest or whatever. And uh, we do not smoke inside of my car because that's the car where we have the car seats. Mm -hmm. And um, yesterday, daddy picked the kids up early and then he gave me a joint, or no, it was a, a half a blunt. And he was like, and he took the kids and he was like, okay, go ahead and enjoy your Friday evening, you know? And I was like, thanks so much. And I thought to myself, man, I want to smoke this in the car so motherfucking bad. But I know that daddy would not approve of this. Like, I know that he'd be like, hell no, you better not do that. But I fucking did it. I did it. I rolled down all the windows and I smoked inside my motherfucking car on the freeway. (laughs) Like that bitch. I was that bitch. I was feeling like that bitch for sure, right? And then um, I kept all the windows down because I was still conscious of my significant other's feelings. But I Mm -hmm. still wanted to do me. And then uh, I went and did the night. And then every time that I got in the car afterwards, I would take like a big whiff. I'd be like, just to see if it smelled right. But I wasn't smelling it. And then today, a day later, because I just tell daddy everything. I'm sitting there with him and we're smoking. And I said, I got a confession. And he probably thought I was going to say some old wild ass shit. And then I told Mm -hmm. him how I had smoked inside the car. And then he was like, with the windows down, right? And I was like <laughs> all of the windows, baby. <laughs> Lies. No, I did. I rolled down all the windows. I was super conscious. I felt like but it was just one of those things I didn't I didn't have to tell him, but I still did because I don't know, I like sharing myself with him or because I don't know. I don't know why I felt compelled to want to tell him, but I totally did. And it was just one of those things where I could have kept it to myself or, you know, I don't know. Anywho.
1: Well, you brought up something that we don't have enough time to uh, dig into, but I think it's something worth mentioning. Let's do it. When's the right time to to say like, this is something I've been thinking, or this is like how I'm feeling right now. Like it, it it's hard to find that right time. And that's part of the being honest or sharing what the things that you want to with your partner. Like, uh, it, do you have any thoughts on that, Stan? Like when is it the right yeah, time to say that, like, that's, that's a problem I've had,
2: you know, where I'm like, okay, let me wait for the right time, wait for the right time, wait for the right time. And now so much time has gone by. It's like, Oh fuck it. I can't say it now. <laughs> you know, like, um, so sometimes it's just, I, I get stuck in that too, but sometimes really there's not a right time. Like, Sometimes it's like, oh, you guys are having such a great time. I, I shouldn't ruin that by bringing this thing up now, right? <laughs> or you're already having a bad time. You're like, I shouldn't add to it by bringing this up now. And it's like, there actually is never going to be a right time because it's like, you you want to bring up something that's going to cause some sort of like maybe negative emotions or, you know, some sort of discomfort between the two of you. And there's there's never a great time for that,
1: you know? Um, you know? Well, well since we we've uh accept that that there's not really a great, great time to mention these things maybe today might be a, a good time to tell uh the in mystery how i'm feeling
0: <laughs> uncle Mickey's like i'm just gonna lay it on him,
1: I'm just gonna it on him. i want
0: to cuddle, <laughs> like, <I> wanna cuddle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'll do the same when we get off this episode <laughs>
0: See, he's, I know.
1: I know. I'm just I'm just he's giving on
0: again. He's doing I like. Yeah, I like
1: thought. to see him squirm that kind of I get some pleasure out of seeing you squirm, Stan. OK, all right.
0: Um, and P.S., So you know, I don't accept that there's no never a right time. And I'm looking forward to speaking about this again. So, yes, we, pin in it.
1: we do. We have to put a pin in it. But I think there's a lot to talk about here. Like, when is the right time?
0: I have an idea and I'll share it with you guys next time.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it's great speaking and catching up with you, Stan. Yeah, it's good to um, you guys. Good afternoon. I'll see, I'll see you again in real life soon.
0: Well, that's a wrap for now.
1: Tune in next week for your dose of the love fix.
0: And if any of you lovers out there want to give us the deets on your latest date or tell us something that you enjoyed about today's episode, email us at thelovefix at gmail.com. Remember, that's triple X.
1: Like Auntie Rue says, if we can't love ourselves, then how the hell are we going to love someone else?